Des Moines. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome you back to Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. About a half an hour. You think we can do it in a half an hour? I hope so. <laughs> we will get to Claxons. Uh, then we'll do our picks before we get out of here. By the way, boys, hello, Bama. Good to hear from you, by the way. We were, as, as football fans, robbed of maybe the greatest touchdown of the season last night in either at any level of football. Did you know what I'm talking about in the NFL game, Trent? No. I, well, the, the big guy? The, the fat guy <laughs> touchdown. Uh, as he's reaching for it, he's going ass over, you know what? Um, and I was probably the way around, you know what, over tea kettle. Um, did you ever say the year? Have you heard that expression? Or is that oh, yeah. just my dad's? No, no, I've heard okay. that one, yeah. I have no idea what no, it means. I've heard that one. Have you? Yeah, what does it mean? Any idea? Uh, basically, I think it means you're falling backwards. Well, that's what he was doing. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and and I. Yeah, you're right. And he didn't report. Is that what he it was, was eligible, but he didn't report. Oh my God, uh, that's brutal! Yep. What a score it would have been. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of ground to cover, Bama, and uh, half an hour to do so or thereabouts. Let's start where how we always start with you on Fridays, and that since Trent and I have spent at least most of the week, uh, every day at some point, talking about the opponent, this uh, tomorrow's game for Iowa and Iowa State. Your thoughts on Iowa State, Texas Tech, and Iowa, Minnesota? Yeah, Iowa, Minnesota uh, is interesting. I just love these, you know, northern outdoor games um it you know i, I kind of wish it was a night game i think it'd yeah. just be a little better but bama but, is know, freezing here it's cold <laughs> that's what i heard uh, so you know maybe it's better that it's really not a night game but listen there's still a lot on the line here for believe it or not i guess for iowa i mean you, you just look at the standings obviously they have to win or any hopes they have of because they, they don't they don't own the tiebreaker over Purdue, and they don't own the tiebreaker over Wisconsin. So they they really need help from the you know maybe maybe to beat Minnesota and then have Minnesota help them against Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think axe. Purdue's in a tough yeah I think Purdue's in a tough spot tomorrow night um, with uh, with Ohio State, but you know again, but Iowa has to take care of their own business. So we're talking about hypotheticals and everything, and they still got to beat you know, have to win they have to win out starting mm-hmm. tomorrow and. The, the offense, both teams really just were putrid, uh, or Minnesota in particular last week that lost against Illinois, and Iowa didn't look much better. Iowa's looked really bad the last three games coming out of that bye week. You know, the, the mm-hmm. blowout losses to Purdue and, and uh, Wisconsin, and then, you know, a ugly win if there is such a thing. I mean, I, I think if I think that qualifies as ugly, the one against Northwest. 17-12, yeah. I mean, um, so both teams really not trending in the right direction. Somebody's got to win it. I don't know if I like the four and a half. Maybe that's, you know, I probably like the under at the 37 based off of last week. I, I just, I don't know. It's been, it's been a really, it's, it's really been a, I don't know how else to put it. It's kind of a collapse for Iowa. You know, they reached number two. 
and then those two losses, and then they're just they're out of the picture altogether. Um, but they still have the conference goals in their sight, and it starts tomorrow, and they, they have to win, and they're at home at Kinnick. So I, I like them in that game, but the confidence level, I don't know how it could be very high. Iowa State, I think what you want to see from them, you want to see the second half of last week. Just keep, if you can do it, and this is, again, one of those weird trips, Lubbock, nobody likes to go there. I've been there once, uh, and I'll just consider that, Enough. you know, mark, <laughs> yeah, checked off the list, you know what I mean? Uh, I didn't see a game there. I just happened to actually have to go there on business, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you just got to keep doing what you did last week in the second half of that game. And if, if you do that, maybe that's enough. Um, this team is really, I don't think, and I'm talking about Texas Tech, they're really just not going anywhere. There's no momentum uh, around this team. Uh, this is not the old Kingsbury, Mike Leach teams of the past. It doesn't seem like. Um, they have some players that can hurt you, and if you're not ready, Lubbock, you know, this is one of those you're glad it's not at night because weird things happen in Lubbock late at night. So, uh, but yeah, you look at their last two results, full-out losses, Oklahoma, a tough one against Kansas State for them, but if if Iowa State just plays like they did, if they play like they did against the second half against Texas, they can beat just anybody on their schedule, but can you can you get to that point? Can you be consistent? So, I like the clones in this one. I don't know about the ten and a half. That's a lot to give up on the road. I know Texas Tech isn't very good, but Iowa State hasn't been what we thought they would be consistently either. So they've been up and down. We thought coming off that big Oklahoma State win, and then they go to Morgantown and and lose that game. So now they're coming off a big second half against Texas. A lot of excitement. Can you go to Lubbock and back it up? So I like the clones. Uh, more confident in them that I think that I am with uh, Iowa, but I'm not real thrilled about that 10-and-a-half number. But, again, it's all right there for them, and if they can get some help tomorrow from, uh, I believe, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. State. Well, both of them. Uh, I'm sorry, Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah, yeah, playing Baylor. Yeah. yeah, they need them to win. And then, again, everything that's going on, Ken, all you want a chance at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and if they can take care of their business tomorrow and get a little help, they'll have a chance. They yeah. have a love that can lose. They're done, and they don't deserve it. Nope, you're right. You get to Oklahoma next week with a ch- with a chance to beat them, and uh, they're in good shape. All right, uh, Trent, Michigan and Penn State. A lot of Penn State love out there. See, I'm seeing the exact opposite. Are you? I'm seeing all Michigan love. Are Where you? do you see the Penn State love? I don't know. Early in the week, I saw the Michigan's one of those uh, upset alerts. I, well, is it really an upset when it's, yeah, it's a tight line, right? Point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not much of that. I, I like Michigan all week, but I got scared away because... I've seen the consensus money out there is all on the Wolverines. And because of that, that's where I said, all right, I need to reevaluate here. It's hard to get a great read on Penn State. Michigan State had all those things just not go their way against Michigan State. Still a good team. I think Michigan's the better team. I think it's right. I feel like I'm missing something here. I'm all over the Wolverines this weekend. Mm, Interesting. How about you, Bama? I'm never picking Michigan again. I told you that after last week. I mean, you know, look, I, I agree. On paper, Michigan's a better team. Uh, they should be able to go in and handle what is, I think, a limited Penn State team. Offensively, yeah. Yeah, offensively. Now, defensively, they're excellent. I mean, and they have got some studs on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much, you know, again, how much can you keep asking them to play? I think it's all going to be, I want to be interested to see how Harbaugh plays this game. Is he, is he going to fall into this, 
typical, you know, Big Ten November game, ABC noon kickoff for them, 11 for us, fall into that trap of let's just grind this out and make this – because I don't know that that's going to really fit them. I think they need to just open – I think they need to open it up a little bit and try to get a lead because I don't think Penn State's going to be able to come back on them like Michigan State did. I just don't think they're that – they don't have a stud in the backfield that they can just turn and hand it to. Now, they're going to have to take care of the football, and Penn State's pretty good at the turnovers. But, I look, I mean, where is Penn State right now? Again, they are 3-3 three and three in the conference. Every, everything that they wanted to play for early is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you can summon up, you know, hey, this is our, our season. I don't know if this is – is this senior day for them? It's not. They've got Rutgers next week. So, but this is the last big game at home. Yes. This feels like a wide-out game for uh-huh. them. I know they've already had that against Auburn, but it kind of feels like that kind of game. So, uh, man, I, again, I'm just – I have no confidence in Jim Harbaugh in Michigan in, in a big spot. I think they need to open it up and try to get out ahead and use what is a pretty – can be a potent offense. Because I think if they try to slug it out, I think they're going to lose. I think Penn State – wants to keep it close, wants to play it dirty, wants to play it physical, punt, that kind of thing, uh, rely on some turnovers. But um, I, I'm, I'm just – I'm not picking Michigan, but I have no confidence in Penn State either. But this will be a fun one because, again, cold weather, November, Big Ten, outdoors, grass, this is the kind of games that, that this kind of – I like in that conference. Opened at fifty two and a half, the total down to forty eight and a half. Maybe some folks shopping uh shopping there. Trent, let's go to the big twelve. Oklahoma and Baylor, are you gonna put this one in your picks or would you like to opine? I'm going to put this one in my picks. It has made the cut. It'll be part of the five here at the end of the program. Uh, your thoughts, Bam on Oklahoma and Baylor, Oklahoma. Boy, Iowa State fans, you gotta root, root, root for those Sooners. Knock off Baylor. And then everything is open up for you. How do you see this game, Bama? Oh, man. Oklahoma you coming know, off a bye. Coming off a bye. Baylor coming off an unexpected loss, I guess you would yep. call it, to uh, TCU on the road in the whole Gary Patterson game last week. Mm-hmm. They're at home. I got to like the Sooners. Uh, however, I just, man, they're, they're hard to trust, that defense. They're really hard. Did they fix anything, I guess, is maybe what I'd want to know. Did they use the bye week to work on anything on defense? Because it doesn't have to be great. It just has to be average. And I think that offense is going to carry them. I think they're the class of the conference talent-wise on offense. Uh, But their defense has just been an absolute sieve. Um, You know, almost 400 yards a game they're giving up. Baylor's isn't much better at, you know, 360, whatever it is. But, man, they can move it up and down the field. Um, you know, I like Bohannon. Uh, he generally takes care of the ball. Didn't last week. Um, but, you know, I I like the Sooners. Uh, Trent's probably going to be on Baylor. I'll let him opine on that. Uh, I think I don't know if I love the five and a half. I just think Baylor, again, they still have a lot to play for. And mm-hmm. it starts tomorrow. And, yeah. you know, we'll see what Aranda does. I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, guys, listen, I understand we're all disappointed, but we really haven't lost any. We didn't lose anything last week. Okay, we lost a football game, but our goals are still out there. We can reach the Big 12 championship. It's still in our grasp, but it starts tomorrow. And if we take care of business, 
at home, uh, it can all happen. Talent-wise, you got to go with Oklahoma. Uh, don't know if I like the number. Probably like the over at 62.5. I think both teams are going to move up and down. It's just, can, can Oklahoma, have, again, did they use the bye week to fix anything on defense? If they did, I like them, and I probably like them to win the conference. If they didn't, they're in trouble tomorrow. I, I like the total in that game as well. I like the over. Baylor has to win the football game. Uh, there's no offense. If they want to get to Dallas, because Oklahoma State's got the tiebreaker over them, and right now the uh, the Cowboys yep. only have one loss. Trent, Georgia, Tennessee, numbers just under three touchdowns, 20 and a half a lot of folks, myself included, think that I'm gonna. I've got this game in my picks, and you know how I like to play favorites. This has been maybe the most surprising element of this week. You have been all about an underdog mm-hmm. all week long, and this is it. Hendon Hooker has been a revelation. He's been great. He's been yep. tough. Yep. The physicality showed late in that game before volunteer had to come football. In. Volunteer football's arrow is pointing up. I agree. It feels like they got the right guy with mm-hmm. Heupel as long as he can recruit at a high enough level. And the East is there, short of Georgia. Right. Second place in the East is there with the taking. With don't the forget with my cats. Now they suck. They're just <laughs> terrible. Three losses in a row. Mark Stoops and Steve looks awful. But that aside, I think you're talking me into it. And maybe it's more hopeful than anything. But every season. Every great team is pushed by somebody, somebody you don't expect at Mm -hmm. some point in the season. Maybe, just maybe, this is the week that it happens to Georgia. So I'm with you. Revved up environment, going to be tighter than you think. Mm -hmm. If I put the over-under at 14.5 points for the Vols. Uh, Then they win. If they get over. Oh, they cover. I mean, they cover. They cover, right, right, at that number. Yes. And I still have those concerns about Stetson Bennett yeah. and that offense. It, you get a one big Kentucky play. covered against them. Remember, because, yeah, and uh, they had the score for back door. It yes. was a garbage back door. I agree with you because I had Georgia in that spot. <laughs> That's why I well. that one. Bama, help us out here. What do you see with this one? Man, this is with Georgia. You look at their schedule. This is the last thing on it that that. And they, again, I don't. I don't think they're in danger of losing the football game. Um, the last time that. Uh, you know, Tennessee had a really whipped up crowd, uh, in that stadium, I believe was the Ole Miss game. And we kind of saw what Oof. happened there. I think, I think the crowd is going to be really into this game tomorrow, uh, for Tennessee. And I think that can make a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. You're right. They're trending up without question. Um, the, the quarterback, as you said, has, uh, he's rescued that team. I mean, Hooker is really, just come in and rescue that team. 21 touchdowns, two picks. That's exactly what you want. He's tough. He, we saw him. I mean, he took a beating in that old Miss game. I didn't think he played the next week against Alabama, and he did, and he came out and he lit it up. I, Georgia's defense is so good, yeah. but you're right. It seems like every year somebody's got to get through a game, and Clemson, maybe Clemson was it for Georgia the week one. I mean, that 10 to three game. But man, since then, you just look at the results and they haven't, I don't think they've trailed maybe for a little bit, but they certainly haven't been challenged. Um, and you look at the next two weeks, Charleston Southern and at Georgia Tech, they're going to win both those games by five touchdowns. If it's going to be a game, it's going to be tomorrow. I'm with you. I kind of like the points. I think. 20 and a half, whatever it is, 20 right now, might be a little bit much. I'd probably buy it up to 21 just, you know, for safety. Maybe, you know. 21 and a half, get over that. Yeah, you got a push or something like that. But 
I think Tennessee's going to come to play tomorrow. I really do. Again, their last home game was the one against uh, Ole Miss. We thought at the time, I said at the time, hey, you know, and I think Trent was on it, hey, keep the students out of the next game. Well, this yeah. is the next game. I thought they've and, had one since. Is, have they not? Wow. Uh, I don't think they have. Think they so. um, Let me look. Nope. They were at Alabama by week at Kentucky. Okay. So they have not played in the stadium wow. since that Ole Miss game. Um I'm kind of glad they didn't listen to me. Yeah, right, right. I think this has got to listen. They're not going to have the hatred for Georgia that they right. had for Kiffin. Okay, right. so I, I don't, I don't anticipate any shenanigans like this. I think it's got a chance to be a really good football game. I'm glad it's on CBS. I'm glad they picked this one um, because, again, Saturday on the banks of the Tennessee River, the Volunteer Navy, it doesn't really get much better than that. You got the number one team in the country coming in. This is a great measuring stick. Um, I want to see how Hooker looks against. The best defense in the country, bar none. Mm-hmm. I think it's closer than the twenty. I, I think I don't know. It'd be great if it was a game into the second half. I'll put it that way. Uh, I don't think Georgia's going to run out and hide, but they certainly have the ability to do it. I'm taking the balls. I buy it up to twenty one, twenty one and a half. But I think they'll be able to keep it a little closer uh, and make some plays down the field, and maybe kind of like against Alabama gets away from them a little bit late. Uh, we got four games left, and we'll never get through them. So, Trent, you make the uh, you make the call here. Do you want to blow off uh, the ACC or yes. the <laughs> yes? It's yes. a big game. Yes. Oh, <laughs> please, yes. It's a big spot, North Carolina, and you bet them. I have NC like State to win the division. Yeah. I have them win the conference. I've already hit the over. <laughs> right. And I don't want to talk about them. Okie dokie. Let's stay in the SEC, Texas A&M and Old Miss. Now we got something here. I am incredibly intrigued by this game. Corral's banked up. Uh-huh. You've seen that now for basically a month. And with it, Texas A&M's got a path. They have a path. Now it's a path mm-hmm. that means that they need help. They need Auburn to beat Alabama and then to beat Georgia in a championship game. But there is a path there for them to become the first two-loss team in the college football playoff. That defense continues to wreak havoc. I think with Corral banged up here, Aggies find a way again. Might be ugly. They're favored, what, 3 A&M? It's right in that, yeah. Yeah. Two and a half, three range. It's right around that field goal number. I like the Aggies in this spot. How about you, Bama? Uh, I'm going with the Rebels. I just think Kiffin and company, uh, you know, listen, I think they were exhausted for a long time. There's a lot swimming still around Jimbo Fisher and LSU, mm-hmm. too, guys. I mean, yeah. there's still that rumor is not going to go away until he comes out. And, you know, all he's saying now is, I'm just so frustrated by these constant rumors. Well, come out and say that you're not going to take the damn job, Jimbo, <laughs> right. and then it might go away. But you won't do that. Um, I, I like I like the Rebels in this. I Look, their defense is not very good, and A&M has two – pretty good running backs in a cane and spiller i mean they, they've got guys that can really hurt you on big plays i just like I, I think Ole miss was a really tired team coming out of the tennessee game they got a little bit of get right uh i thought it was a good win against liberty mm-hmm. uh last week uh with Hugh Freeze coming back um but you know the auburn loss you know to me again looked like a tired team i think they're a little bit rejuvenated i like the rebels in this spot especially getting points at home um, there's no path for Texas A&M, by the way. I don't care what they do. I don't care if they win out. I don't care if Auburn beats Alabama. I don't care if they beat Georgia. There's no way that a team who lost to Mississippi State and Arkansas is getting in the mm-hmm. playoff. Um, that's my opinion. Now, I could be wrong because, you know, the consensus is an SEC champion is going to get in no matter what. I don't see it that way. They would be trending upward for sure with wins over Alabama, Auburn, and Georgia. Um, 
I don't think that's going to happen, first of all. I don't think Alabama's going to let them in. Uh, and second of all, I just don't see a two-loss team. But in this game tomorrow, I like the Rebels, especially getting points at home, because I just I think Corral is the best player on the field. I think he's going to show it tomorrow. Uh, two minutes each on these two games. Trent, Purdue has beaten the number two team, the number three team. Now they've got a chance to beat the number four team. Will they? Purdue, Ohio State. More on this game later ah, in the program. Okay. Likewise, by the way, Ooh. I've got an opinion on this one as well. Bama, we'd like to hear yours. Yeah, I, I can't see it happening for Purdue. I'd love it. Guilty pleasure team, all that kind of stuff. Yep. I just think Ohio State uh, right now. Listen, O'Connell had the game of his life last week. He's had a number of those State. this year. <laughs> he has had a lot of that. Um, I just think it's asking a little bit much. of Purdue is a good team. They're not a great team. I think, look, no offense to your listeners, Iowa I think was a phony number two. We can argue Michigan State was kind of a phony number three. I didn't think so at the time. I thought they would win last week, and they didn't. I think Ohio State is a legit number four. Okay, they're the legit playoff team. They've got the most talent probably in the entire conference, both sides of the ball. But look, Purdue, again, is going to bring the best player, I think, on the field tomorrow, mm-hmm. David Bell. Yep. And can he re- – if I'm Ohio State, man, look, you can run all you want, okay? We'll, we'll, we'll stop your running game. David Bell's not going to go off against us. And really good teams, experienced teams, and more importantly, experienced coaching staffs can shut down one player. They can take away the thing you do the best, and that is throw the ball to David Bell and have somebody else beat you. I think they'll do that. I don't know about the 21. That's a big number. Um, I'd stay away from that. I don't think it's going to be anywhere near that number. That's my opinion. Again, what do I know? I thought they would lose last week. Um, but I think I like Ohio State to win the game. I just think it's too much to ask for them to go in and beat a legitimate playoff contender in Ohio State. And they're going to, Ohio State, I think, will shut down David Bell. And I'll put, I'm going to say this if they don't, if Purdue, they don't even have to win. If Purdue keeps it close, and David Bell has something like 12 catches for 185 yards, couple touchdowns, if he ain't in the high top five of the Heisman after that, mm. then there's something wrong. They shouldn't even hand out the award this year. I think he should be in the top five right now. But if he goes off tomorrow against Ohio State, you better put him in. Uh, Trent, our final game, uh, Washington State and Oregon. This is for supremacy in the Pac-12 North. Uh, would be a tie. The tiebreaker, of course, would go to uh, Wazoo. They get two touchdowns. Oregon is number three. I don't believe they. Well, they. I don't believe they're worthy of number three. Is this a close game, Trent? No, I don't think it is. I wonder what's left in the tank for Washington State as the season progresses on and. Got the win against Arizona State last time out. I just, with everything that they've dealt with, the coach being let go, mm-hmm. everything there, Oregon's the right side. Moorhead is back. And that's the difference. When he's there, mm-hmm. he's a good team. When he's mm-hmm. not, well, we saw they're bad. They lost to a bad Stanford team. Their offensive coordinator is the difference. Oregon wins and wins comfortably. But around that margin, I'm not going to bet it. But, yeah, they're probably about two touchdowns better at home. Uh, Bama, are they, uh, is this a, an easy win for the Ducks? I don't think it's easy. I think maybe it's comfortable. I think at the end, I don't know that it's going to be. I don't know that they're going to really be in major danger. I could see Washington State. Listen, they've impressed me. You mentioned losing the coach uh, because you know we all know why yep, that happened. Get the needle. Um, and 
I, yeah, exactly. And I, I thought that win against Arizona on the road against Arizona State last week said a lot about that team. Mm-hmm. And they played BYU tough yep. the week after he left. So I mean, they they've not given up. They haven't quit at a bye week. Um, is that going to help them? Uh, maybe, but I think Oregon's like Trent says the right side. I could see this game around at ten points. They have more talent, but. Talent doesn't always win. We know that. And the quarterback has to play well. Brown has to play well. Um, and you mentioned Moorhead being back. That's going to help. Um, Oregon's just, I mean, I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know that they're a deserving number three, although they did beat Ohio State. They've got the best. They probably have the best they do. of anybody in the top yep. four right now. If they you do. Really look at it. Um, so you got to give them credit for that, even though it's early. Listen, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be tuned into this game late. I just love Thibodeau. I mean, that kid is talking about a game wrecker. I mean, he's just how he got out to Oregon. I don't know how he got away from uh, the SEC, but <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, he's he's going to be fun to watch. I'm, I'm with you. I, I like Oregon on this one. They've got to win. Uh, if they don't, the Cougars might be in the uh, Pac-12 championship game, and the conference would hate that. But you want some chaos? Let Washington State win this game. Sneaky good game, Trent Condon is what this week? Well, we got to go late night when it goes sneaky good. We go oh, Nevada. No, you're not. At San no. Diego State. couple of, oh, well, a great Condon. defensive team against a fun mm. offensive team with a quarterback at Nevada. Sneaky good, late night, 930 kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Uh, who's got the game? CBS Sports Network? Okay. Yes, 221. Yeah, all right. Bama, your sneaky good game is what? Well, I'm going first next week. I'm just saying that. <laughs> that was my sneaky good game. Um, you know, my head's written down number two. You know, Notre Dame, Virginia. I think that's – I know it's mm-hmm. ACC, kind mm-hmm. of, maybe. I don't know if it counts or not. Who knows with that league. But Virginia's got an offense. They can score some points on the road. Um, could be a fun game. I don't know how much of it I'll see. Notre Dame still just kind of hanging around. I mean, they're like, you know, being ignored by everybody uh, after that. But – uh, Cincinnati's going to be uh, big Tonight. for the Dane fans tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, so it's just one of those things that um, they need Notre Dame to keep winning. So I'm going to go with the Irish and the Cavaliers because Condon took the really sneaky good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to go Auburn-Mississippi State. Um Middle of the pack. Is there's not a lot is of that sneaky, sneaky good. good or no, sneaky another three two game, Ken. Remember that the, one oh, I ago? do remember yes. that. Whoa, <laughs> oh I, I, and I like six four, but three two. Ever seen. That, that's true. That was brutal. Bama. We'll recap it on Monday at eleven oh five. Have a great weekend, Bama. Thank you. Look forward to it, guys. Take care. Appreciate it, Bama. Bob Trent and I going around college football three two. I'd forgot about that. Three two is ugly. Stinker. Well, if you have not played for Claxton's Barbecue in the last month, you've got an opportunity. That means October the 12th. If you haven't played from in that time period, whether you won or whether you didn't win, doesn't matter. You just can't have played. If you're one of those people that hasn't played, we are inviting you to do so at 284-5966. The first four callers will get an opportunity to play for Claxon's Barbecue. Claxon's 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. We will give you four games. You give us four answers. If you get the most right, 
$35 gift certificate, the runner-up, $25. we are going to give away some klaxons and try to give away $1,000 also right now. Holy mackerel, Trent. Thank you for reminding me. I forgot all about that. By the way, you klaxons, if callers, if you're getting a ring, that means you're in. Stay right there. Time for that $1,000 handoff. Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. Right now, it's your chance to win $1,000. WIN to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Claxons giveaway next. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.6.org to learn more. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, and West. Podcasts you'll love. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is a teammate your small business needs. Locally owned and located in Urbandale, Global Direct Mail and Marketing can help your small business create the high-quality print materials your business needs to succeed. Whether it's business cards, flyers, business forms, letterhead, calendars, or a mail piece to attract new customers, Global Direct Mail and Marketing is ready to go to work for you today. Save by working with the local small business that will go the extra mile to get you what you need. Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Call Craig at 515-282-3000 and get your next project roofing.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400 400- 3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt free football watching weekend after your vasectomy from the Euro. Call 1 800 bets off. are on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's 1140 on a Friday. Our picks still to come. Right now, it's time to give four of our listeners an opportunity to win Claxon's Barbecue. Claxon's in Altoona, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Andy uh, and his team over there have been making barbecue in the Altoona area for 25 years. I say it all the time, but it's true. Restaurants that have stayed in business that long, they must be doing something right. Klaxon BBQ online. KlaxonBBQ.com. There you'll see the hours, the menu, etc. Whoever gets the most right of these four questions will get a $35 gift certificate from Klaxons. The runner-up gets 25 We do have a tiebreaker. We'll let you folks uh, have um, you know, put your thinking caps on, Derek, Joe, Dave, and Brian. The tiebreaker is going to be total score in both. Both 
of the 5A semifinals. Ankeny Valley, Iowa City High, and SEP. Derek, is this Derek from New Sharon? Trent? It is the infamous Derek from New Sharon. Now, look at it. Claxons uh, is great, Derek. Where, where is New Sharon? It's southwest Iowa? No, just north of Oskaloosa. That's why I wasn't even close. Southeast. You have the south part, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's worth uh, what I'm going to what I'm trying to say, Derek, is Claxons is worth the drive if you win. It's yes, that I'm good. Fifty minutes. Away. I'm fifty minutes away. I'm going to win that sucker. Let's do it. Iowa's a four and a half point favorite over Minnesota. Uh, I'll take the Gophers. Iowa State ten and a half at Texas Tech. We will roll the Red Raiders. All right. I'll take Iowa State. Oklahoma gives five and a half to the Baylor Bears in Waco. Uh, coming off bye week, five and a half a lot because both defenses suck. Uh, I'll still take Sooners. All right. Michigan is a point and a half favorite at Penn State. Michigan. Tiebreaker, Derek. Both games, 5A semifinals, closest without going over. 93. Derek, thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Have a good weekend. Love the show. You too. Thank you, bud. Uh, Joe is with Miller and Condon. Joe, how are you? I'm doing great. Good, Joe. Four and a half points is what I was giving Minnesota tomorrow. Iowa. Iowa State, a ten and a half point favorite in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Oklahoma, five and a half on the road at Baylor. Go uh, Oklahoma. Michigan, a point and a half favorite over Penn State. I'll go Penn State. All right, Joe. Tiebreakers, 5A semifinals in the Dome tonight. Closest without going over both games' total score. 68. Joe, thank you. You have a good weekend. You too. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, Dave is with Miller in Condon. Hello, Dave. Hey. Uh, Iowa's a four and a half point favorite over Minnesota. Hawkeyes. Iowa State, ten and a half at Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech. Oklahoma, five and a half to Baylor. Oklahoma. Michigan, a point and a half to Penn State. Uh, Michigan. Tiebreaker, Dave, closest without going over. How many points uh, in the 5A semis? Both teams. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go uh, 72. Dave, thanks. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Uh, and Brian brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, Brian. Hey, guys. Uh, Iowa, Brian, is a four-and-a-half-point favorite over Minnesota. I'll take the Hawkeyes. Iowa State, ten-and-a-half to Texas Tech. Uh, I'm going to say Cyclones. All right. Oklahoma, five-and-a-half-point favorite at Baylor. I'm going to take Baylor. All right. Michigan gives a a point-and-a-half to the Nittany Lions. I think Penn State's going to get them. All right. Uh, Tiebreaker, both semifinals, closest without going over. How many points will be scored? Wow. Um, 94. Brian, you have a good weekend. Thank you. You as well, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Any consensus? We got some separation. We got separation this week. No consensus. So uh, I was getting very close to having to take one of my picks off the board. It stays alive. So you like one of these games. You are, you you told us you're playing Oklahoma and Baylor. Yes. Well, Trent will be first. It's his tee box. He is eight and two in the last two weeks. Eight and two. Did you hit both your best bets or one? Both. I am climbing back into it. Now you're seven and two in your best bets. That's incredible. 
I'm four and six, but I was one and six at one point. Yeah. So we've hit three in a row there. Overall, I am 27 and 23 against the number. You're 23, 26, and one. That stinks. You need a big week. I do. You we'll got see. a big week in you? I like, I'm taking a bunch of points. Miller and Condon back with our picks. It's 11.45 on Des Moines Sports Station 106.0. Trent Condon here to tell you about Rent Estate, the new revenue rocket ship. Putting your home up for rent, not for sale. But why would you do that in a seller's market? Just do the math. Selling a home will catch you some cash once, while renting a home keeps that cash coming month after month after month. And because there are always renters, but not always buyers, Rent Estate is foolproof, recession-proof, and retirement plan positive. What's not to love? The hassles of being a landlord? For one monthly flat rate, Renter's Warehouse will take away the tedious tasks. Tend to your tenants, answer the 3 a.m. calls, market your property, and collect the rent. Make the savvy, long-game, paradigm shift and choose Rent Estate with Renter's Warehouse. Get your free rental price analysis today. Go to renterswarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Because you can't buy happiness, but you can rent it. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his 3 P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf... 800 bets off. Joined once again by Dr. Kelsey Sawatsky, Elite Eye Care, University Avenue in West Des Moines. I'm a contact wear, but there's always some nuisances that come up. Tell us about some of the new things that you guys have at Elite Eye Care. One of the biggest things that we're doing is myopia control. So that's slowing down the progression of the eyes changing through daily disposable contact and then through the contacts that you can sleep in at night. Then you have nothing to worry about during the day. It's awesome. It's Elite Eye Care on University Avenue in West Des Moines and a new location, Dr. Swatsky. In Ankeny now we're seeing patients. The name of that practice is The Eye Company. If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He's set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your... Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa. All right, 11.50 on a Friday, our final segment of the week. We make our picks for what they're worth. Just saw a little note. Gronkowski and Antonio Brown will not play for Tampa Bay. Hmm. Of course, they're on my list. Oh, it's my best bet of the week. But it's not my turn, Trent. You have the tee box. It's based on the week before. Whoever has the most wins amongst the two of us gets to go first. It's there. It's your honor, sir. Trent Condon, you're up. Thank you very much. As we get it going here on a football Friday, four and one, four and one, back to back. There's only one way to get better. That's to have a perfect slate. We will try to do that once again this week. We start in the college game. Let's kick things off. With Oklahoma going to Baylor. 
think something is wrong with this Bears team. It is not this team we saw back in late September, early October. The defense has struggled. Bohannon is regressing. And I mentioned earlier, Lincoln Riley off a bye. He has been incredible. We'll lay the points with confidence. Caleb Williams has made this a different Sooner team. Give me Oklahoma laying the five and a half. Game number two, going back to the well again with a favorite. A hefty favorite. Anybody that listens knows I love dogs. Not here. Because everybody loves a dog with Purdue and Ohio State. Trains, choo-choo, come get your whooping. (laughs) It's coming this weekend. The Buckeyes are locked in. And they cover the 20 and a half. We're going to the NFL for three picks. Another rarity this week and maybe shows you my concern level for this week's slate of games. Let's go first in a matchup of the Vikings and the Chargers. Two teams that seemingly can't get out of their own ways. In a game like that, just grab the points. You're going to be surprised if the thing's like 26-25, something stupid like that. Because you got a couple of stupid teams. That's what I think you're going to see here. Grab the points. Give me the Vikings with pick number three. Your Broncos were great last week, but they're not a great football team. We'll take the points here with the Eagles. Another inconsistency. I'll take the two and a half with the Eagles and wrap it up with the one team we think maybe is good in the AFC, the Titans. They welcome in the Saints. Saints looked awful. They lost to the Falcons. Ah, Do not just look at last week. Look two weeks previous, the Saints are the pick. Grab the field goal at the Titans. Mm, Got a chance to make up some ground. Here we go, and we'll start with that very same game. Tennessee, in their last four weeks, folks, Trent wants to go back two weeks. I'll take you back four weeks. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Colts, and last Sunday night, they beat the Rams. Trevor Simeon's going to knock off this Tennessee train? Uh Uh-uh. Lay the three. The line does stink. The beat goes on for the Titans. Monday night football. It's the Rams. It's the Niners. The Rams cannot possibly be as bad as they were last week. Against those aforementioned Tennessee Titans, numbers three and a half. San Fran is not good. Is Shanahan in trouble? Maybe? Uh, Lay the three and a half, take the Rams on Monday night football. We do have another different opinion in Purdue and Ohio State. (laughs) Choo, choo, choo. Here we go. Number two, they got them. Number three, they got them. Here's number four. They won't get them, but they'll cover. You got 20 and a half. I see a 21 out there. I'll grab the 21. Speaking of grab, Tennessee's getting 20 and a half from Georgia in Tennessee. Georgia's the best team in the country. The best defense, and it's not even close. Tennessee's, their arrow's pointing up. Uh, Nealon will be bonkers. Hopefully not to the extent it was when Kiffin was back in town. Lay the 20 and a half. By the way, I just laid 41 and a half points, or took 41 and a half points, Trent Condon. And my best bet of the week, too late to change now. No Antonio Brown, no Gronk. Number 12 will be there, coming off a bye, coming off an embarrassing loss. Uh Uh-uh. Tampa Bay, minus 9.5 over the football team. My best bet of the week. What a week it was, huh? It was. It's fun. Let's get the Hawks home. Let's get the Clones home. Uh, The Hawks are home free in hardwood tonight. Iowa State's in a bit of a tussle. Yes, I think so. I Uh, like Iowa State, though. You do? What's the number? Uh, it was a one handful? and a half. It's that tight? Yeah. 
one and a half this morning when I fired at it and looked at the money line. I was surprised, though. I thought maybe I'd get like plus 105, something like that. Just straight plus 100. Mm. So I grabbed the point and a half because, well, you never know. (laughs) That could come into play, is it? uh, I just hope it's there's some flow to it. Not 57 fouls, please. I hope both teams have fun. Okay. That's what it's all about. I love when I see those t-shirts of games. I just hope both teams have fun. Uh, You've got a couple of games on the Bull tonight, both 5A semifinals, you and Joe Stacey. Uh, Coming up here, 1 o'clock, Murph and Andy, the Fanatics at 3. And then tomorrow morning, the Saturday morning pregame with Roberts and company. Uh, Have a great weekend on Des Moines Sports Station, 